Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Well, hello, hello. I'm so glad you're here with me. I want to talk today about dealing with aggressive behavior at work because it doesn't matter where you work. Uh, either you can have aggressive behavior from your customers. You can have a customers who approach you in an aggressive manner. They're upset about something and it may not even have anything to do with you. I often say to my clients that they're not, you are the face of the organization. So when they're mad about you, or they're mad about something that your organization is doing, it's not you per se that they're mad at. It's about what you represent. It's not you. You may feel like they're mad at you, but it's really that they're mad about what you represent. And so it may be coming from your customers. It may be coming internally from another department. It may be coming from a boss. It may be coming from a coworker. And the reality is that people can get aggressive. The question is, why do people tend to get aggressive? What are some things you can do that would reduce the uh, the aggressiveness? And what are some things you can do about it yourself to manage it so you're not internalizing it, you're not in fear, and you're not uh, always upset when certain customers call or certain customers drop by, as uh, as many of you have told me in the past, where, you know, Joyce, when I see that customer, I cringe. And and sometimes people are aggressive because they're under the influence of uh, some other substance. So there could be many reasons why people are aggressive. And, uh, and that's kind of what we want to talk about today, because it keeps coming up over and over again. And in my webinar last week, uh, you know, I had a number of you say that one of your biggest concern right now is around your customers is you're finding more people coming in under um, mind substances, right? Those those uh, substances that has altered their mind, mind altering substances that are affecting their judgment, their behavior, uh, making them, you know, less friendly, um, more frightening. And of course, you're unable to predict their behavior. They're less predictable as to what they're going to do or what you can possibly expect from them. And that's a reality. That's a fact. That's something that we all have to deal with. Frankly speaking, I sometimes when I speak to you, I tell you guys, uh, when we build our office, I wanted an inside lock so that when people come to a door, we could determine whether or not we even wanted to let them in. And that's because we are right on the on the front, like we are on the main street and, and they come straight into our into our building. So it's the reality we all have to face and many organizations, I mean if you go if you go to the city, if you go to uh, any large organization, there is you have to ring a doorbell or you there's security so you can you can have some measure of screening before people come in so that you can have a sense of safety because when we don't feel safe at work, it stresses us out. 
fear, anxiety can cause us dis-ease and, and discomfort and cause us to make more errors, cause us to be more irritable, less patient with our co-workers and cause us to have, you know, digestive problems. You know, lunch doesn't sit well because we're nervous, our stomach is tense. That's the reality. That's what we face. And when we talk about what's happening at work, we're always going to address the things you tell me that you're that's bugging you, the things that are upsetting you, the things that are causing you uh, trouble or causing you some form of dis-ease. And that's what I will continue to address in in this podcast and in our time together as we as I talk with you and and to you about some of those issues. So how do you deal with aggressive behavior? First of all, you have to remember it's it's always uh, your interpretation of their behavior. So first of all, you have to tell yourself that it's aggressive. Right? My big question is, is it safe? Right? Are you feeling unsafe? And sometimes aggression is coming from anger, it be coming from dislike, it be come from where people are feeling marginalized or they're feeling somehow discriminated or and so they feel they need to take a forceful action to to assert themselves so they can be heard. Sometimes people get aggressive because they're not being heard. So it's always very, very good to just be quiet and listen. Listen, listen, listen. I'll tell you, this is, it's tough to do, but you have to listen and you're, what you're listening for is what are they saying? What am I hearing? What is their key concern? How can I help them? And if we stop putting the focus on ourselves so much as what they're doing to us and start focusing on what can I do to help that person? What do they need and how can I help them get what they want. Most of the time, aggressiveness is people's passion to get what they want. And there are people who are nasty and and mean, yes, but there are people who are going about minding their business. And when they feel somehow discriminated or they feel some unfair treatment or they feel that they're not being heard, they will get forceful and they will demand attention. So the first thing we can do is pay attention, listen, and let them see that we're giving them attention. Look at them, not in their area, uh, you know, in their direction. Make eye contact as much as possible if, if that's comfortable for you. Because depending on your culture, that may not be comfortable for you. And that's okay. Don't let anyone think that uh, you have to make yourself uncomfortable for them to be uncomfort- for them to feel comfortable. What can you possibly do? Uh, then you come up with your own comfort level and show them that you're there, you're there for them, and you want to help them, but there is a better way or a more likely way that would allow you to help them better. So what would be the approach that would allow you to help them better? Share that with them. You know, if if we could do this, um, if, if you could just take a deep breath and pause, I would feel a lot better helping you because I will feel that I I will feel that I'm hearing you and I'm not missing anything. So can you just pause? I've heard this much, and sometimes just taking notes, writing down, let them see. Okay, can I just write this down so I remember everything, so I'm not forgetting anything. 
And it's funny because they will start slowing down. And especially if you're writing in front of them where you can see. And even on the phone, I found that just telling them that you're writing down what they're saying slows them down. And you can say, oh, I'm trying to keep up with you. I'm writing as fast as I can. I think I missed something. Can you repeat this, please? And would you take the focus off their behavior and start focusing on what they're saying? And everything changes everything changes. You know, in the 23 years that I've worked as a conflict analyst, I've gone into some very tense situations. I've gone into some very frightening situations. I've worked with some people that uh, were deemed hard to reach, hard to work with. Nobody wants to work with them. Uh, Nobody wants them here, Joyce. They're not wanted here at work. Their behavior is aggressive. And how did you get them to talk to you? How did you How did you get them to agree to that? How did you? And it's really about putting the fear aside and focusing on what's common. What do you have in common? What we have in common is that I want to hear what you have to say and you want me to hear what you have to say. So I'm going to write it down. I'm going to take my time and write it down, but I'm also going so that I don't forget anything. I'm going to write as fast as I can. And I'm going to ask you if you could repeat certain things so you can see that I'm actually listening to you and I'm I'm interested enough to not want to forget anything. And it's it's amazing how this changes the energy and they start slowing down. Did you get that? <laughs> People said, did you get that? Are you writing this down? Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes I had to say, how did you spe- how do you spell that word? Even if I know and I could Google it and if I don't know, but some just different ways of getting them to focus on what they're saying. And sometimes they're like, I don't know how to spell it. Why don't you should know? Aren't you the, aren't you the specialist? But all the ways I get to get them to break that anger and frustration and just just interesting and surprising ways to get people to move past the hurdle, move past the upset and the anger. Because I've been there. I know what it is like when you are fighting for your name or you're fighting for your right or you're fighting for or you just want to be heard or you, you know, I I know what that is like. So I have empathy for people when they are feeling uh, unheard or they're feeling that nobody's paying attention or they're not getting their due. So I try my best to put myself in that situation and say, if that was me, what would I want this person to come in? Just imagine you're in a very tense conflict situation, especially the conflict situations where it's an employee and a boss. Because when when there's a conflict between peer to peer, it's very different than when there is a conflict between you and your boss because that person has authority over you. That person, so there is a there is a level of fear and wounded aggression that comes out when people feel bullied or, or feel somehow discriminated or uh, treated in a manner that's unhealthy or unfair by their by their boss. And there is that wounded because I trusted you. You were supposed to take care of me. How could you do that to me? And that's what I hate. But imagine when I come in now, I'm coming in as a conflict analyst. They're right away going to think I am on the side of the organization. I'm going to take side. They're looking at me and they're thinking, oh, there she comes and she's 
definitely going to be on the side of my boss and I'm the little person. And so they naturally just move that aggression over to me because they see me as not on their side. And I have to remind them that I'm external to the organization. I'm not here to take sides. I'm here to help both parties to listen to each other. Now, what you have to say is very important to me and I want to hear it. So tell me what it is you wanted, what is hurting you, what is upsetting you, uh, what is what is it you want changed from this situation. And that really changes the energy and gives them a sense of hope. People need hope, especially when they're in a hurtful situation or they feel things aren't going their way. They want hope. They want somebody to say, I am here and I'm going to listen and I'm going to make a decision based on what you're telling me and what's really happening. I'm going to do an assessment that's fair and will be to the best interest of the organization, not necessarily just of you or your boss or someone else. So many times that aggression is coming from a sense of woundedness, a sense of not feeling heard, a sense of being ignored or isolated or mistreated. When people feel that way, they naturally become aggressive because what happens is that we're created to be loved. We're created to be treated with dignity. We're created to be treated with respect. We're created to be treated fairly. Nobody likes to be lied upon, uh, to be mistreated, to be ignored. And when that happens, there's a sense of woundedness, especially when it is happening and we sense that it's coming from someone in authority who should be taking care of us. So I find sometimes those come out. And then, of course, there are, as I said earlier, those situations where it's a, a client and, again, those same tactics work work where you're asking them to share with you their concerns and and really start writing things down and and uh, encourage them to work with you to get to get the complaint down so you can write it out and, and we were not missing and you read it over with them and say did I miss anything is there anything else I should add is there anything that you want me to emphasize and I think sometimes they get so focused on the construction that the energy and the negativity uh, diminishes not necessarily the hurt but it diminishes and it focuses on doing something about the situation and most of the times people are aggressive because they are not able to do something about their situation and it, it happens in, in all stages of life. Humans like being free and they like to uh, be able to do and say the things that are meaningful to them. And when they feel that that's not possible, we we lash out, we get upset, we get, uh, you know, we get hurt. And that's something that we can consistently see in aggressive behaviors. It may be a co-worker and, and then again, here's an opportunity to... Uh, you know, recognize, okay, this person must be feeling really hurt and unheld by the world. And that's something uh, I know when people are showing aggressive tendencies, it's because they're feeling unheld by the world. They're feeling uh, not loved, not appreciated, not not seen. And, and the most uh, important thing we can do for them at that point is to help them to be seen, to be heard, to say, I see you, I hear you, I know you, you're important. I care. And people, people attitude change, their behavior change when we, we treat them in such a manner. So if you're dealing with uh, aggressive behavior at work, just change your tactic. Don't, don't go heads on, head on with it and, and, you know, hit them right off the bat. Uh, take some time, just pause 
and listen. Treat them, treat them well. Treat them with dignity. Listen, connect. If you're a boss who have an aggressive employee, then ask yourself, how much time do I give that person? Do I really give that person the time? Have I had one-on-one time with this employee? Maybe it's time to set some one-on-one time with that person to say, you know what? I just want to connect with you and make sure we're okay. I just want to connect with you, uh, hear if there's anything you, any concerns you have. Is there anything that you feel I've missed? I want you to help me to be the best boss I can be for you. The best supervisor, the best leader, uh, team leader, whatever it is. I want you, I need your help. So I can be the best that I can be for you and help you to do your best here at work. So this conversation is an opportunity for us to see what's in the way of doing that. How am I doing on a scale of 1 to 10 and what I can do differently or change. So if you're dealing with aggressive behavior at work, I hope this helps you. And if you have questions, feel free to connect with me on my website, interpersonalwellness.com. And I will talk with you another time.